Interesting because now it's like to mark him out. Yeah, now you need to mark him out. Yeah, but the thing is that like Liverpool can't afford to become a team that requires Salah to... I mean, he's already having a monster season, but, like, from time to time, like, Mane has to... Like, over the last few, two years, Mane has gotten a serious pass. Like, really. That's for that one. Hey, people I don't like know if Salah's glory is, like, you know, covering it, but, like, there are certain instances Mane needs to set... He needs to score that chance today. Oh, yeah. Like, he needs to. Right now, like, hey, Charlie, Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. Oh, oh no, this, this, in fact, let's, let's start the episode. I don't, I don't know where to start. It's been a while since I've been on school and, and, and everything has been worrying me. But let's start at, hey, a lot happened to me. Yeah, this, I want this, to start. This weekend has been packed. Yeah, I want to start at, let's start on top of the table. Mm-hmm. Look, Chelsea. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to describe this Chelsea team, but like, I can't lie to you. Out of all the teams this season, Chelsea to me look like the most title contending ready, in a sense that like every every week. They show up with their... Con- like, you see, the thing that makes Chelsea very dangerous is they are very hard to beat. Like, they may not be so, like, you know, enticing going forward and everything, mm-hmm. but it's very hard to beat Chelsea. And that, to me, is a serious problem because I see players like hudson Odoi, Loftus-Cheek, you know, like, there's a lot of squad rotation. I think I saw a start. Tuko has used the most, um, has rotated the most 11s or something. So the depth is there. Charlie, free just... Sawu. Free Sawu. <laughs> free Bada Sawu. <laughs> Please continue. But, but, you know, so yeah. you guys played Burnley. It was a 1-1 draw. Mm-hmm. I saw Floyd tweeting that the results made him sick. <laughs> so... <laughs> the audacity. Yeah, is that the feeling? Are you in the position where, you know, like, it's yours to lose, the title is yours to lose, especially with this three-point gap? Oh, I mean, to be honest, title, I don't want to talk about title talk right now because after, like, 10 games last season, Spurs, no, Spurs, Spurs were first after 10 games last season. They finished right. for sit. So, yeah. I mean, right now, there's not, it's not, it's not title talk. But I think I also shared the sentiments with Flo. Like, it felt like a loss. And, like, after the game... You know what's funny? After the game, I texted I texted him and then he was like, bro, like, these are the games we bought Lukaku for, you know, the Tarkowski and me, like, <laughs> he's going to bully, like, all of those chances that we had, he would have, he would have scored. And what, what, what makes it a little more painful is like, it would be different if, like, let's say, Burnley came, you know, they scored early a set piece and then they parked the bus and we tried, we tried, we couldn't break down and then eventually we, like, scored one goal late. Then it's like, okay, we, we've stolen a point. But this... Unless Nick Pope didn't have that game, like we would have scored him like six or seven. Mm. The guy was amazing between the sticks and then some some poor finishing as well. But you know, this is what it is. You can't win all the games, but the team, the team is looking good. And hopefully after the international break, once once Lukaku comes back, hopefully we can still create the same number of chances and then he can he can start scoring goals for us again. Yeah. But Cause considering that a lot of our title 
or not, let me not say title rivals. A lot of the people at the top of the table right now were playing each other, like West Ham and Liverpool were playing each other. Man United mm-hmm. and Man City were playing each other. So it's like, mm-hmm. this is the perfect weekend to get your three points because somebody is going to drop points, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's what made it feel a little bit, well, not a little bit. That's, that, that's what made it feel like a loss, basically. Yeah. Valerie. How are you this fine son? You don't look well. You don't look well. <laughs> but, you know, before we, we, we get to what's on your mind, I, I want you to touch on Chelsea a bit. What have you made of them? So it's a, another international break that has come up. After this, we get into the business end of the season. What have you made of Chelsea so far? They are first three points ahead of uh, City, Liverpool. They've only lost one game. They've conceded the fewest goals, I believe, in the league. Mm-hmm. For you, do Chelsea look like, you know, candidates? Should they start pl- planning their trophy parade in May? I think planning maybe is a bit too soon, but they are definitely up there. And I feel like the Chelsea fans are just trying to be happy because the quality they have, you can't say, oh, we are not challenging for the league. Like, they have, they have too many good players. Their squad depth is insane. But for me, with this Burnley game, I think they lost because there were too many missed chances. I mm. think there was one instance where I think it was Barkley. He had the ball and he could have passed to Chilwell. And then oh, gosh. When he, I think he passed Havertz or something. Like, that, that would have just made, that would have just ended the game right there. But I feel like maybe a few decisions that they have to be, that they have to make better decisions and then I think they'll be fine. But Chelsea are definitely up there. And they have a very good keeper too, so they're definitely up there. They're definitely up there. Koku, I have an interesting question for you. Now, we see how Chelsea are on top of the league. You know, everything is going smoothly. If you are Pep or if you are uh, uh, Jürgen, how do you go about mounting a title push to beat this Chelsea team? Is it one where you have to go on a 10-game winning streak? Or do Chelsea look like that kind of team that can drop points, so they should just focus being their way, you know? <laughs> oh, I mean, look at the table. Chelsea are only ahead by three points, so... Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's, not, it's not lost. But if you look at Man City, West Ham, Liverpool... Which team can really mount a sustained channel? Okay, let's do Arsenal there. Man U, eh? Brighton. You know, just in terms of points. <laughs> like pure data. Pure I points. Yeah. It looks like Man City and Liverpool are the only ones who, due to history, have never sustained a run. Mm. Now, Man City and Liverpool. Liverpool, now we are seeing their squad debt is being called into mm. question. Mm-hmm. Man City, when they came to Old Trafford, Sterling was on the bench. Grealish was on the bench. Mares was on the bench. <laughs> How? <laughs> Ferran Torres was nowhere to be seen. So I think by virtue of that alone, Man City are the closest guys to Chelsea. Can. Mm-hmm. And we have seen Man City went to the bridge yeah. and they danced all over Chelsea. Certainly. They danced all over them. So I don't know. It'll be interesting when we go to the Etihad. And, but I don't know. But Paco, we just to ask you, mm-hmm. <coughs> have Chelsea shocked you? Are you shocked? Or Honestly, do you like you expected it? I didn't expect this. Like, 
when I see this Chelsea team, the thing that immediately comes to my mind is like, Tuku has set it up in such a way that like, game week in, game week out, you know that like, yo, it's very hard for this Chelsea team to go and concede. Like the foundation is rock solid. Chelsea are not the most fluid team going forward. A lot of their goals have been scored by defenders. But what I've realized is, if Chelsea, it's like, I don't want to compare them to Atletico Madrid, like prime Atletico Madrid. Yeah, I but see what sense, you do. If Chelsea score one goal, <laughs> it's like, okay, more, more often than not, they've got the three points. That Burnley game should have been secured. I really don't know what happened. That's the first time in Tuchel's era that I can actually... I understand why Freud said it feels like a loss. Because for the first time, and Marina, I don't know your thoughts on this because you're the Chelsea fan. For the first time in the Tuchel era, you could say that, like, Chelsea really lets it slip away. And that's not something you say under mm. Tuchel. You know, I said the West Brom... Yeah, man, I have an interesting question for you actually. Mm-hmm. So, because you've watched, or I, I will think you've watched all your games, mm-hmm. this solidness, this four goals you've only considered in the Premier League, mm-hmm. is that a result of actually your good defensive structure, or you've seen op- opponents not take their chances? Um, because I'm very curious. <laughs> the game against two games. The Brentford, well, I guess three games. So Brentford, um, that one was Mendy. Um, the Aston Villa game, it was a combination of Mendy and then poor finishing from the Villa guys and then the Saul tax. Um, and then the Man City one was, was uh, Man City were just too good on the day. But every other game, we haven't really been like troubled, like defensively. Like, mm-hmm. I don't watch the game and like I'm nervous that we are going to concede. Like I'm watching, and I know that okay. So like, how I like, come. Like even even surprising, like even even the Liverpool game, like when when we went to Anfield, yeah, and we scored first, and you know Liverpool were coming back into the game. I I still didn't feel like we were going to concede. If if not for the fact that Alonso takes that header out of Mendy's arms, he catches the ball, we go in at halftime, one 0 up, you know, and then. We probably secured that game. Even when we went down to 10 men, I didn't feel like we were, we were. I think a lot of credit needs to go to Rudiger plays really well in the defense. Um, Thiago Silva as well, Rhys James, um, Christiansen, and then Mendy. Like, the four of them are really, really solid back then. Imona, even just mm-hmm. to wrap up on shows, just my last question. How impressive a job is Tuchel doing and how much more credit do you think the media needs to give him and the sports community in general? Yeah, Listen, you know. Mm-hmm. Can oh, I sorry, just say this on, mm-hmm. on, on mm-hmm. Tuchel? I had my reservations at on him at PSG. I said when Chelsea hired him, I said he's worse than Emery. <laughs> Look, I won't take all of that back because I see the work he has done with certain... Like, Ruben Loftus-Cheek is balling. He's bought, like, even Hudson Odoi, like, hey, Charlie, he's getting the best, like, because the way I see it, Lampard had all these players at his disposal. <laughs> Lamp- with Palukaku, Lampard had all these players at his disposal. Some of them, he said they are not good enough. You know, they were on the fringes. 
Look, even Marcus Alonso's career has been revived. And I think that speaks volumes about the manager more than anything mm-hmm. else. Forget system, forget the, 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 the. Like, I think since Chelsea's hire of Jose Mourinho, part <laughs> one and two, <laughs> I maybe Ancelotti, but I think this is one of like Chelsea's best managerial hires, for sure. Because it looks like something that will last. Normally, mm. Chelsea, you look short-term this, you know, it doesn't look lengthy. But the way I see this team, when you look at certain players, you're like, hey, Actually, you know. Balkovi, thank you for that. Moana, mm-hmm. so let's say Tuchu mm-hmm. goes on a bad run of games. Mm-hmm. Do you think the board will pull the trigger? I think now he has enough credit in the bank. Like, yeah. hey, he but Chelsea, you guys are weak, you do. Champions League. <laughs> oh, he can lose, he can lose. Let me say he can lose, like, five, six games on a spin. And he'll not be sacked. But the seventh one, that one, that one is a bit dicey. Yeah. After seven, yeah. it becomes a bamba. Oh, uh, Dean Smith. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sad. Uh, we'll, All my guys are going. Because I have um what's going on in the league. Like <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But we've talked on one one uh, landing club. Let's move from West London to East. And I want to start by saying this. December 2013. When we lost to Manchester United, no, no, December 2014, when we lost to Manchester United, I said we lost to a team coached by the worst manager in the world. David Moyes, I'm sorry. <laughs> David Moyes, I'm sorry. David Moyes is the coach of his in his bag. Hey, no, no, like David, West Ham are my second favorite team in Europe. If you watch how they play in the Europa League 2 and yeah. Look, they are, they are also I taking want, that competition seriously. They are not. Yeah. yeah, I want to commend the job David Moyes is doing. Look, West Ham beats Liverpool today, and it wasn't a fluke win. They were the better team on the day, and that's mm-hmm. that's a lot to be said. Now, the question I have for all of you: Let's 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 get fanciful. Can West Ham make it to the Champions League? Do you think they have enough? <laughs> sustain it for a whole season or even better should they focus and try and win the Europa League if you are the West Ham board if you are Moise which one what what, what do you want to do didn't they finish two points off the top four last season yes I think so yeah. so they can do it two points off the top four last oh, season no, Ben but... Rama Ben Rama wasn't a fixture in the team they hadn't no, signed man. all the players. Please. Please. Like right now, yeah. <laughs> right now, right now, right now, we're just looking at West Ham. I don't know who they'll mm. displace. But like I'm just looking at them and like because if you think about it, mm. this West Ham side as currently constructed is better than the one that finished last season. And if last okay. season they were able to reach and last season they 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 started the season badly. And if last season they were still able to reach within two points of the top four, and this is how they've started this season, like, if they keep this pace, let's say, right now, how many points did they have? They have, they have 20 points, yeah, from, what, 10 mm-hmm. games? Mm-hmm. If they the, keep no, this... They have, they have 23. They have 23. Oh, wow, look. Yes. If they keep this pace, they are going on 69 from 30. Mm. And then... I don't know, the math is a bit fuzzy when it gets out to there, but like, let's say around 82 points or something like mm. that. It's two points but, is but, definitely top four. 
Okay, Valerie, the, the question to you is, okay, do you think West Ham can make it? And if they do, who do they displace out of the big four teams in mm. City, United, Chelsea, <laughs> Liverpool? Do you, do you think it's possible? I This is a very interesting question, but I don't think West Ham will make it just mm. because of the teams that will want to mm. fill mm. that slot. And I mean, like, credit to West Ham, credit to David Moyes. They are, if they do make it, I'll be very, very, like, impressed. But then I don't, I don't see them, like, sustaining mm. this run. I feel like there might be a slip-up and then mm. someone else might just not do Honestly, if I was them, I would focus on Europe. Like, mm. I feel like they can push in the league, but they might just miss out on the top four. Mm. Yeah. Koku, businessman. Me, every episode, <laughs> I'll ask you a business question. Because there's money in football. Thank you for opening my eyes. Yeah, the West Ham owner. Which one would you prioritize? You know, there's that. I mean, if, if, say, let's put it this way. You can make the Champions League through the league or, you know, either go all out in Europe, say you get to the Europa League final, but you don't make it. You, Which one would do more for your club? Which one do you think would, would make more sense? Because imagine a West Ham versus Barcelona Europa League final. That's major. They should, they are big stadium too. Yeah. That, that, move was, that move to go to that stadium, wherever they were thinking. Yeah. They were thinking. I don't know. I think I'll use history mm. as a, my reference point if I was mm. in the boardroom. Mm. And English teams that have been similar scenarios. So I think of Man U, mm. Arsenal as yourself, you guys lost mm. to Chelsea. Yeah. So that thing is risky. That Europa yeah, League route there. That is risky. Very. One day we wake up semi finals, your boys are not for it. You are out. Mm, out. And the yeah. league has cast. <laughs> but I think I'll just like tell them, Charlie, try your best to be in both of them. But I think the league, when we stick, you realize like Charlie, maybe we, we cannot finish fourth again. Yeah. Charlie, tank it. Tank it. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's go all guns blazing in the Europa League. I know well, that's a good that's a tough Charlie. I don't know what's like realistic. I don't even know what you can do. Like I think that's what they will say one game at a time, you know. You yeah. take one game at a time. Yeah, but just some ways. Charlie, Liverpool fans are saying they don't want Bowen. Okay. Oh, Bowen. Uh-huh. Okay, Bowen. no problem. Bowen for now. When Salah you know, and Manu go to AFCON, they can yes. bring on Origi and Co. No. No, if anything, yeah. I think Bowen might actually suit like the Liverpool system better than someone like Jota. Jota is just, for yeah. me, yeah, he's like a yeah. prime finisher, you know? Like, if you give him the ball in the box, he'll finish mm. it. But the interplay, he does not do some. He doesn't <laughs> take parts. <laughs> he doesn't do that. Me, but anyway, I wanted I wanted to do a, a slight segue to, to uh, our man at Villa. But before 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 we yeah. do that, we have to give, we have to give Moise his flowers, you know? Because two seasons ago, West Ham survived. I remember when, when we were playing yeah. lockdown football. They and Aston yeah. Villa, they both survived on the last day of last the season. Day, yeah. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Aston Villa might have outspent West Ham no, in almost 
every transfer cool. window since. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if you look at West Ham and how they've gone about building, how you know David Moyes has solidified the back four, he went and pulled Dawson from the lower reaches of the Premier League, an experienced defender, you know, solidified mm-hmm. the back four, signed Kufal, Suchek, unknown quantities, came in and have, have done wonders. He's he's now converted Antonio to a full striker, not like the right winger striker, right back sort of thing he mm-hmm. was doing at first. I don't know. Sure. I think a lot a lot of credit needs to go to. David Moyes. It's, it's rather unfortunate it didn't work out for him at Man United, but I think yeah. he's, he's, the, he's the kind of manager that you can trust him with your club and he will, he, will, he will definitely look after it for you. Okay, that's a nice segue. Let's talk about the other team that survived on that final day. Aston Villa mm-hmm. yeah. and Dean yeah. Smith. You see, initially I didn't read Dean, Dean Smith, but this one I have to say it's his players gave up on him. Oh. In a, or either that or his signings didn't work. Because when I look at Emi Buendia, I promise you, you even get into this current marriage team. Oh, just to hear yeah. a bit. Charlie in. So I watched the Southampton yeah. Villa match. I wanted to do some scouting. Mm. The guy is good. But I think he's not the type of guy we think he is. Oh. He's not like the Maverick guy that Ooh, will pick the ball game, up. Yeah. But his interplay during the Southampton mm. match was fantastic. Like, he has a high football IQ. Mm. So, I don't know if... You, I think if he was in Man City, for example, or you'd be balling in one of those oh, nice... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, anyway. But anyway... I mean, okay, now, <laughs> let's... It's getting to that point of the year where we start to see a few managerial sackings. I know a lot of people yeah. said my, br- my brother Patrick Vieira would be the first to go. Who said that? You know... <laughs> But we are starting to see a lot of managerial sackings. Mm-hmm. We've seen Spurs change their coach. And so I have a question for you. Out of all the new managers going to come in, who do you think is going to do the best job with what they have? So I'm talking Conte, uh, Eddie Howe. Let's put him into the mix. <laughs> um, Eddie Howe. <laughs> yeah, Ranieri. Ranieri. Some both because Norwich do suck there. Yeah, yeah, they also suck Daniel oh, Falcon. Norwich, Norwich, I don't but think... We are not a championship podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, which one... Because, and from a business point of view, I heard them say <laughs> something today when we were playing work for that. Mm-hmm. It's getting to the business end of the season that, like, the reason why they sack managers around this time is because, like, hey... The money you lose not being in Premier League, it be womo. Yeah. I know the owners are millionaires and billionaires, but I'm sure even as a billionaire, if you are losing 100 plus million, it will hurt you. Exactly. So... When I lose $20, it really bashes me. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. um, who, who, which coach hired do you think would give a team the needed boost? Like... For example, do you think Eddie Howe can actually save Newcastle from relegation? <laughs> hmm. Just to, uh, so I'm looking, while you're talking, eh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to use, I wanted to look at the data. Mm-hmm. So I look, I, I've gone back like the last three or four seasons. The teams that have been the bottom three mm-hmm. on By the 11th Christmas. game week. Mm-hmm. No, this game week, this game week this right game here. Week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the final day of the season, so the data is outstanding. 
So the top two, the bottom two teams are always there. They are always, always relegated. <laughs> it's the team that is 18th. Oh, <laughs> the 18th, yeah. Mm-hmm. That they always escape. So Charlie Newcastle, I don't know if there are any fans listening to us. You guys should be scared. And that Eddie Howe <laughs> signing is a scary one. I don't know what you guys think, but... Okay, I have that a guy, Can I... Do, like, Paco, do you think... Is head, like, what do you think about Eddie Howe? Okay, yeah. see, with mm-hmm. this Eddie Howe thing, in my head, I'm like, I want to see what they do in January. But by the, time, by the time it gets to January, it may be too late. <laughs> see, you know, everybody yeah. talking about how bad Norwich have been. They have the same points as Newcastle, you know. Oh really? They are they are level on points on Newcastle. Oh, Newcastle point have like five points. Points, yeah, right. something yeah, like that. Points. <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, like, hey, this managerial hire, they needed to get it right. Like, I hope we are not come to see say say Maxima inshallah. Let me let me so let me let me speak mm-hmm. on. I know I know they were trying to get Emery. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and. I think Emery turned them down because of two things. One, he didn't like the approach. You know how <clears throat> everything was so public. It had been leaked. Oh, that, oh really? Oh. Yeah, that and then <laughs> they wanted, Emery wanted to put a clause or Newcastle wanted to put a clause <laughs> in the contract that said if he's relegated, they can sack him. Oh. And Emery was like, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Like, uh, if, you, you mom. If, if I'm here to build a project sort of thing, you know, you can't just yeah. sack me because someone has already messed it up and then I've been relegated mm. sort of thing. Um, with Eddie Howe, apparently, you know, there's there's a strong um ex Bournemouth contingent yeah. in the new programs, and apparently yeah, yeah. the likes of you know Matt Ritchie, Callum Wilson, especially Matt Ritchie. Apparently, Matt Ritchie is a very influential guy in the dressing room, and then. Callum Wilson and who's the third guy? Ryan Fraser. These these three folk really spoke highly of their former manager. So that's that's probably where you know the thing came from. But look, Newcastle, yeah. Mm-hmm. If if they decide to become, let's say, leads of last season for the next few games and just try and outscore teams, the teams around them they can they can outscore them. That's what yeah, they're defending. Don't worry, to take care of itself. Leads are not even leads in this year. Is I mean, <laughs> what? Leads, why I last season. <laughs> <laughs> why I fear for and and Valerie, I like I I want you to speak on this. Do you think that like Newcastle can sign enough players in January to like stop them being relegated? And you personally, if you are a footballer in let's say Marseille or in France somewhere, I don't know where they will sign from. Would you go to a team that's 19th, knowing full well that, like, you know, you only have half a season to turn it around? No. Honestly, <laughs> it's looking very bleak for Newcastle. And with regards to the signings in January, unless we get, like, someone like Bruno, who literally mm. turned our season around. Continue. I, 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 don't, I don't think... I don't think they'll be able to survive the job. Honestly, I know they want to stay in the league, but maybe they should they, they should, should go down to the, the championship. Yeah. yeah, and then and then come back. Hey. No, you know why? Because <laughs> like the money, the money is assured. It's not like they don't have money. They will forever have the money. You understand? So I, just tank the season, 
Go sign the best championship players. Come up, sell them, sign your Premier League guys, and then you build. And then and move <laughs> I don't. Take I don't think one they, step back to take three forward. You know. I don't think they broadcast the the championship in Saudi Arabia. Please, <laughs> this is not what they envisioned at all. <laughs> but I mean, it would be interesting to see what happens with them. Wait, now, let's on, mm-hmm. even on Dean Smith. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How did you guys feel like? Yeah, I think his players gave up on him. But do you like in terms of the boss decision? Do you feel like now I'm thinking that maybe all this while they didn't like him and they were waiting for him to fuck up. For for him to flop. Yeah, but this is my problem. So rash. Yeah, this is my problem Mm -hmm. with like fancy owners. Yeah. It's like the name Dean Smith isn't sweet. No, and But you see, now I go and look at the fixtures and let me pull up Aston Villa. Aston Villa's next yeah. <laughs> Aston Villa's next games, yeah. Like any manager they bring safe, them go bread. Well, what is he? The next two games are Brighton and Palace. Winnable. But the three after that, City, Leicester, Liverpool. So whoever you bring, the thing, Charlie, yeah. hey, here's they the should thing. go Pography. down. It's sweet. Pography. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the the in in the Premier League, yeah, the best time to get rid of your manager is before an international break, mm. so that whoever comes in has two weeks of unadult, like your your. You are undisturbed and you can work with, you know, the people who are left behind, sort of thing, and then mm-hmm. play your first game, you know, imbibe your tactics and stuff like that. Unfortunately for Dean Smith, this his result against Southampton was the it's like wrong timing, sort of thing. Like if let's yeah. say they had beaten Southampton and then after the international break lost to Brighton or Crystal Palace or something, they they wouldn't have sacked him. They would have just stuck it through, but it's just, it's just, it's just the timing, and I think it's unfair. Also, I think I don't know how much coaching John Terry did in that whole setup, but I think it is, it is also quite uncanny that ever since you know he decided, <laughs> oh, he's, he's gonna you know leave Aston Villa and you know try and pursue his own managerial yeah. thing, then Aston Villa become you know have become. Like yeah. even defensively, yeah, they've been horrid. I've even, yeah. I've even thought of something new. Is it or, is it time for Frankie Lampard <laughs> to come back to the league? Is it Super time Frank. for Super Frank? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This Lampard thing, like, if I'm an owner, right? Mm-hmm. Unless Lampard comes to the interview and he blows me away, like he shows That's me some right. data. Because yeah. yeah. in the league, I don't have any historical reference. No, but ah, fourth year. Mm-hmm. Lampard, yeah. That season that we finished fourth. The guy first. The guy first. We're playing some. <laughs> they finished third the year before. <laughs> they said they lost Hazard. So because of that. <laughs> no, I, guys, I don't. Want to act like they were struggling. struggling. If we take out like Bruno from like Man United right now, you guys will come and say, "Oh, yada yada yada, you don't have, you know, your talisman, all of these things." Someone who has contributed fifty percent of our goals, huh? 
hey, Chelsea are funny. 50%. And then act like all of a sudden you hear names like Tomori, Tommy Abraham, Mount. You didn't know these guys. But you said your academy is good. You said your academy is good. Anyway, by the way, Charlie, Crystal Palace. We can talk about them small. Galaga. I watched the game. Charlie Vera, he knows what he's doing. Yeah! Yeah, my second team. Listen, what he's doing. listen, I can't lie. There was a time Crystal Palace played three CDMs in midfield. <laughs> what Vieira has done is called black excellence. Black, and, and you know, a lot of them are black. So I like their team. The coach is black. The whole attack, black. Olise, uh, uh, the, the, the guy of the bench, their sixth man, black. Hey, Mitchell, black. You know, ah, we are moving. Great, and, but, honestly, uh, okay. So I have, I have an honest question for you. Do you think with the way, you know, teams are, the way Crystal Palace have improved, it's a sign that, let's say, teams that are looking for new managers like your Villas and Co, they should take risks and, like, go... You know, because Vieira, like, his record at Nice was quite horrible. But it's working. So if you're an Aston Villa, like we said, with Lampard, you know, Lampard wasn't the best at Chelsea, but there were glimpses. Do you take that risk? or Because, mind you, Crystal Palace, every season, they don't come in with a plan. It's like, let's not get relegated. uh, Let's just vibe. But a team with Aston Villa, they have ambition. So if you're them, would they take that risk? I don't know. Crystal Palace, they always look like the type of guys that because they, they hired Villas Boas. So it looks like Charlie, and I'm sure Villas Boas' interviews are impressive. Mm. And I'm sure Vieira came into the interview. Mm. Charlie had a, he, he had a plan how he's mm. going to play. Because I heard Eddie Howe did a player analysis on every Newcastle player Newcastle. and the system he wants wow. to do. He even, he even had a team of if they successfully recruited XYZ, mm. this is how the team will look like. Mm. So I don't know, Aston Villa. Maybe that, that's how the honest are also. So only if it does it there. But I don't know. Just a random question. Fonseca, his name is always mentioned when someone gets fired. How good is that guy? Does anyone know? Me, unless I see my eyes, Charlie. Yeah. I don't watch the other leagues. Yeah. Maybe some one big game there, one big game there. But, yeah. All right. Before we move on to, you know, the more dramatic stories of the weekend, let's just start. Let's just go to N5. Let's park at the Emirates. Mm. <clears throat> Unbeaten in 10. Haven't lost a game. We haven't lost a game since uh, we went to the Etihad. Etihad, mm-hmm. We notoriously start out of the blocks like a house on fire. The young boys are performing. Our number 10, Emil Smith, Ricardo Kaka, is balling out of it. And Southgate is a fool, but he doesn't know it. Arsenal play Liverpool next. Mm-hmm. And bear in mind, as an Arsenal fan, I'm not getting carried away because at the end of the day, we're the youngest team in the league. So 
there's bound to be like ups and downs. And I think our down parts will come during the holiday period when you mm-hmm. have a young team, you know, they are focused, you know, Christmas, they want to party. Yeah. But so far, do you think Arteta has done enough to like reduce the pressure? So like Arteta out is not there. Because mm-hmm. if we are being honest, we are going to lose to Liverpool after the international break. Do you think, say we lose like Drene or Mosala Hatrick, mm-hmm. does the pressure come back on Arteta or he's done enough to say like, oh, it's okay, we, we, we move? Not really. Um, mm. I think in football, yeah, like football fans, football fans are not irrational. Like mm. even the most optimistic football fan will tell you that if Arsenal beats like Liverpool is like a big result. It's not like a given sort of mm. thing. So like even if you yeah. lose against Liverpool, yeah, as long as we can see that, oh, you guys put up a fight. Like it's fight, not like yeah. you guys didn't know what you were doing. Liverpool just ripped mm. you apart like from mm. pillar to post sort of thing. As long as you do that, I don't think any Arteta out brigade will be will be will be running. Mm. The guy the guy has been able to, you know, stabilize the shift. You know, he's gotten his back mm. for Ramsdale, who mm. people were laughing at, you know. <laughs> Bournemouth keeper relegated to two, two teams anyway. But yeah, they are they are looking good. You know, Aubameyang seems to be scoring, even though he missed mm. some penalties today. But Aubameyang, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's coming back to form. Yeah, so Arsenal, Arsenal okay. looking good. So, good. Valerie and Koku, what, what do you think Arsenal can can do? You know, this season we talked about what West Ham might do. Do you see Arsenal sticking around that fifth or sixth or? In my tail off at the end. What, why are you giving me? Fifth or sixth. It's the hope that kills you. Me, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> fifth and sixth. Usually, like Koku said, you have to gradual. Gradual. <laughs> From eight to fifth. Yeah. You, guys can, you guys can at least challenge for fourth. Like, mm. I don't, I don't, it's not far fit. Mm. But yeah, I think, I think you guys will be in and around that fourth, fifth, sixth. And at least it's better than finishing eighth. Mm, so exactly. it will be progress. So yeah. yeah, you guys will be fine. Arsenal will be fine. Okay, you know, nice, nice set. So now I, we we've dealt with the minor issues. Oh, well, we have already asked you. Oh, Bakufi, mm-hmm. how how mm-hmm. impressed have you been with Arteta? What differences? Oh, like structurally, tactically, are you seeing? Okay, what mm-hmm. I've been impressed with then. Let me start it this way. It's reached the point where it's not a given Kirantani starts when he's fit. Mm. Because Nuno yeah, Tavares... How's Tavares doing, by the way? Like, Nuno Tavares has, like, played exceptionally well. I can't believe we signed that brother for $8 million. Going for it, this guy is incredible. And he has an engine on him. It's reached the point where when I watch Arsenal, I'm like, okay, what I've been impressed with the most is that now there's a stability. Like, we we are in games, we fight. Mm-hmm. At first, you couldn't say that about Arteta's team. They would, like, push Arsenal small, you beat them. Like, the mental barrier is gone. So now we're in games. And what I've liked the most, yeah, about it is how quickly he gets them to start. From minute one, they are on it. Saka had a goal disallowed today in the sixth minute. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they changed the offside rule. There was a player on the line. I don't know why they disallowed it, but it's the quick starting for me. That's 
really mm. impressive. Like, and I must say, like, shout out Ainsley Maitland now. It's like, the midfield is no longer passive. I've seen a willingness when they get the ball, cutting edge, go forward. It's always forward. It's not, you know, safe passes here and there. <laughs> and like, the most creative player in our team, Odegaard, can't even get into the team right now. And like, that, that's saying a lot. Like, I think for once in his 100 games, he's found a routine that's working. Now, what I want to see is his ability to work around that, tweak it, like make certain changes or personal switches here and there to beat the opponents in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like we go to Anfield next weekend, sorry, after the international break. Honestly, if Liverpool beat us, I want it to be by like a single goal margin. I want us to leave Anfield and say like, we could have come away with something here. And that's what I want. Like, I'm nice going go and beat Liverpool, go and beat United. Nah. Every game we play, just fight. Be in it. Like this, this Watford game, last season would have lost 1-0. Now, because we missed the penalty, this allow, our heads would have dropped. Now it's like, keep going, keep going, keep... And I love it. So we are I'm, on track. I'm, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll look at your squad. So your new signings, I'm just... I don't, I don't get had the privilege to watch your, all your matches. Mm-hmm. So out of 10... So, like, Ramsdale so 10. far, okay. Tomiyasu. Tomiyasu 9. Hey, wait, mm. yo, are you just giving me inflated? Uh, no, 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 I promise you, Tomiyasu okay. has changed. Like, because I look back at Bellerin scored an own goal today. <laughs> where is, where yeah, is my brother? <laughs> oh, goodness. He scored an own goal in their derby versus Sevilla. So, Tomiyasu, like, what about that? See, see, pace. It's not even about he his goals. So it's about yeah. he's very good defensively, one on one. Like the back line, there's assurance. Yeah, there's That's assurance cool. there. Like he's not like a Reese James or a Trent going for it. No, he won't give you that. But like I said, he's someone that can do the job. Mm-hmm. And if you do that for me, I love you. And so Benjamin, how is Benjamin? Ben- Benjamin White. That's been a fantastic signing. Just bringing the ball out of the look. If Southgate is wise, his centre-back pairing, Benny Blanco and John Stones, that's liquid <laughs> football from the back. I'm telling you. Like, okay. Ben White, Nuno no, no, Tavares. Nuno Tavares. Out of 10 so far? Eight. Okay. La, like, La, La Conga, I'm curious about this one. Okay, now this, this to me is the key one. Because I think <laughs> Sambi Lokonga has the highest potential out of them all. What? This guy came from playing in Belgium. He's still skinny and stuff. But like, the dynas- hey, the, the, the dynamism <laughs> he shows in midfield. Like, he gets the ball, his aim is to 10. And honestly, yeah, the player I want to shout out the most, yeah, I want to give a shout out to Lacazette. Because he's been a professional. And we don't see that enough in modern football these days. I remember when Sancho, I said Sancho, Sanchez, oh. Sanchez, Ozo, they were all on, you know, the final part of their contract. Mm-hmm. Every day was in the media. This guy shows up every match, works hard, fights for the team. Like, I'm loving it. Like, what I love most about Arsenal right now is that mentally we've changed. Now, this is a team. Like, this is a team. This is not just guys mm-hmm. who put there to play. It's a team. We so may not like... have... 
the squad so like of the next, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Hey, that was a really great ask. So do you feel like the yeah. next stage is mm-hmm. like because I'm looking at the guys that came off your bench. Would you like to see better players coming off your bench? That's, that's the thing. Right now, I think we've reached a point where we have to get serious competition. So I mentioned how like Tavares is keeping Tierney out of the side. Yeah. Now I want someone to come and give Saka a run for his money. Give yeah. Smith a run. Like me personally, I want us to replace Aubameyang. His time has passed. I saw that you like Isaac. <laughs> yeah, I like Isaac. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like so, mm-hmm. and what I like the most is the profile they are signing. Young and hungry. Mm-hmm. Young and hungry. It may not win us anything, but we we'll compete in every game. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love some interesting stuff still to discuss here. Yeah. Also, really quickly on Ateta, I just saw that mm-hmm. in his hundred mm-hmm. game, I think he's the yeah, he has secured more, the more, second amount of yeah, highest amount of wins, you know. Wins, in, yeah, than Venga. Exactly. I think he had like but, 56. Venga has like 54. When, when, when you dip it, you've been playing Europa. And yeah, Europa, Europa, Europa. That's true. Anyway. Let's anyway. Good as in pack. Oh, after <laughs> that game, there. Don't worry about the game. I think, yeah, go ahead. No, I just I just really want to say really quickly. I I think the standard of refereeing in the Premier League is 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 in the gutter. I mean, it's interesting you said that because I when I watch some Europa League games, Conference and Champions League, I think it's the English whole of referees Europe. are not there. It's the whole yeah. of Europe. The whole of Europe. Yeah. Charlie, the okay. things, the other calls I'm seeing <laughs> in the Champions League, especially, is shocking to me. Yeah, for me, the Champions League, the penalties, I don't understand. Some some, some of the penalties they give, I don't, I don't understand. But so I don't know if the training, no man wants to be a ref anymore. Maybe. Or if training for UEFA is shit. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, why do you ask you say it? Because for me, yeah, it's the Richarlison <laughs> one that baffles me. Like, Richarlison has touched the ball past Loris, yeah. Oh, oh Loris, the penalties. Loris got, yeah. Loris got his hand to the ball and flicked the ball small. But the, the issue is, even after Loris has flicked the ball, yeah, he hasn't flicked it out of the reach of Richarlison. Yeah. So Richarlison mm-hmm. can still get to the ball. And so Loris has brought him down. <laughs> and so it's a penalty. Now how the referee gives this penalty, then VAR overturns it. That's why I don't understand. It's like every decision, they are trying to look for the one thing that they can use to Actually, no. This, yeah. this, this was wrong. Then I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's how. That's how the game should be ref. Also, Even the use of VR mm-hmm. confused it. They've oh confused yeah, yeah. The, very much. Very like, much. Like, is there a conten- contentious decision? If yes, yeah. let's go and use VR. There's all these rules. If it's a yellow card, if it's yellow, you can't use it. Oh my god! Yeah, that's true. That's true. If it's contentious, <laughs> let's go and check. If we are not sure. If you're not Let's sure, go and, go and check. If you didn't see, go and check. That's <laughs> But apparently, but the, anyway. the, the, the football naturalists are saying that there will be two more pauses in the game. Football will become longer. Look, look. What do you think? As for that thing here, yeah, for me, yeah, it's the greatest excuse that I've ever had. Do you know how many times <laughs> goalkeepers and people taking throw-ins waste time? Waste time. <laughs> Nick Pope, yesterday, he alone, he took like 10 minutes from the game. <laughs> He took like 10 minutes from the game. Oh. Then they are saying this, the VAR pauses are the ones that, are, how, how many contentious decisions happen in a game as opposed to goal kicks? Nah, 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 nah. It's just, it's just for the purest. But anyway, that's, that's just my small rant on the referee. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Everything and Tottenham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Valerie, this one, I'll leave this for you because the two teams, they don't seem to be going anywhere. Yeah, Valerie, I have a question for you. Conte, how much of a job do you think he actually has on his hands? Like when you look at the squad, the personnel, the style of football he wants to play. Yeah, I think with Conte, first of all, he will have to bring in some players that he wants. I don't think the players, some of the players he has at his disposal, like what he's going to help him for, like mm-hmm. bring out his vision for Tottenham. But with Tottenham and everything, like, there are two teams are very, like, interesting stages. Like, you don't really know where they are going, but they have arguably, like, two good managers who can bring out the best out of the team. So, with Conte, I think, I feel like he wants, like, settle things this season or till January, and then they can bring in whoever they need to bring in and then we'll see where they go from here. But everything are very, they are like, what, taught or something. They are in a very, very interesting position because they have good players. But I think their problem is their defense because was it was it Holgate who got a red card? Like their defense is already very, very suspect and then he goes to do this bar. Everything is very, they are in a very, very funny position because they, their players are definitely better than what they are showing up week in, week out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Everything. They, are, they rely to... They are, they, 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 like when Cavalier was scoring all those goals, eh, everybody yeah. was happy for him and all. Yeah. Nobody was asking, eh, so if this guy gets injured... Guy gets injured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's, what's next for everything? I can see some stats that with... When Yerimina is starting, Everton win 70% of their matches. Mm-hmm. Without him, they only win 20%. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, hey, I didn't know that Yerimina was such an influential cog in Everton's yeah. defense. Yeah, yeah defense is... And Dukuri. Oh, and Dukuri in midfield as well. When Dukuri yeah. is not there, Alan just runs around a lot. When Dukuri is not there, just be running around. Yeah. So like, good luck to Everton. I don't know, that's for them. But Spurs... Okote has a job on his hands. I hope he doesn't yeah. come and ruin his rep with this team. Yeah. <laughs> no, he has won the league tax, everywhere he has been. No. The taxes. Ben Davis, right? Sent. Chapaku, we can't hear you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. I amused you. You have to amuse yourself on the thing. Yeah. Like Ben Davis, right? Center, uh, left center back. Eric Dyer is in the middle of your defense. <laughs> Dyer. <laughs> Dyer. <Dyer>. Like, <laughs> Oh, nobody caught that. Okay. Yeah, Dyer is Dyer. Dyer. <laughs> okay, wait. Um, just quickly on space, because I haven't been on since Conte came in. Charlie, like, this space team, look, this space team have been coached by, this current crop of players has been coached by Pochettino, Jose Mourinho, Nuna Espirito Santo, and Conte. Like, these are all managers that have played every style of football in the world possible. It's not going to work. Tottenham need to rebuild. I swear to you, they do. Like, well, think of Conte. Small. Think of Conte when the year after Chelsea won the league. When he didn't get the recruitment necessary, it fell apart. Say 
Tottenham are co- coming into a January transfer window. You can never do what you fully want in January. Say they get PCC. Look, this Tottenham team needs three new defenders. Honestly, two new world-class midfielders. And yeah, they attack. Oh, why you think Skippen Hoiberg are not it? No, frankly not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know Hoiberg. When, when, when he plays for Denmark, he's so good. So, so good. I don't... Skip, Charlie... Skip is like... <laughs> skip. <laughs> you know, like, come on. Like, Spurs, eh, it really won't work with Conte until this team is fully his. Like, position A to Z. A, a player he has picked. I think that's when you see the best out of Conte. But like, that's a Charlie, question. In, Do- in Dombili, Spurs have some players like... So in Dombili and Los also. Do you feel like those guys... We they don't have a future too, space. Do we expect too much from them or they're just like you see, consistent and good enough? This is my problem with space. You've signed... First of all, they signed Loselso for damn near 60 million. Mm-hmm. They signed Indombele. Indombele is their most expensive player ever. Hmm. So now, this begs the question, like, this is failed recruitment. Because have those signings taken them to a title? No. <laughs> if anything, Spurs have regressed. And the problem yeah. is with a businessman like Daniel Levy in charge, he has that mindset, never give up. My brother, it's time to give up. Build the team up from scratch again. You have valuable assets, right? With every game week, Hurricane's price goes down by $5 million. What are you doing? You could have gotten $150 million from King. Boom. With a proper managerial hire, imagine if they got content in the summer with $150 million. But now Lautaro Martinez is a Spurs player. And that's different. Like, Spurs, eh, their problem starts with the lack of cohesion between ownership and manager. That's the problem. They don't sit down and create a plan. Levy, as a businessman, what's the quickest avenue to Champions League? I need that money. Do you understand? So the the, the rumors are he's come to give country 100 million. If you don't get into Champions League with that, then what? You then know, which players are you going to attract? Yeah, and, like... And hack. Uh-huh. In fact, let's move on from this shit team. Manchester United versus... Uh, you forgot that we haven't spoken about that much. Let's move on. There's time, there's time, there's time. I have a simple question for Valerie. Who do you want your next manager to be? <laughs> Oh, now only, that Conte, Conte is at space. Do you say okay, um, Zidane? Just come, I don't know. Just come, Zidane, please. <laughs> come and win us something. Do something Zizu. with the team. Okay. Okay. Because when I, this is probably one Can of the worst United. Box office. This you is come. probably one Box of the worst, the worst United performances I've seen in a while. Like, mm-hmm. I was so I was it was hard to it was very painful watching that game. Yeah, yeah. Because like you know they're saying to whom much is given, much is expected. Mm-hmm. Ole has been given money, he's been given grace, he's been given support, he's been given time. And we are not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like this is when I watched that City game, I was so sad because City didn't even play in second gear and then they outplayed us. That's the, that's the scary thing. Yeah. 
like <laughs> like there's so much there's so much I want to say but if I start talking about United I won't stop but I think only Ole's time is up I don't think I don't think it's working it's okay it's time to move on because United we've been saying that since Fergie left we've been rebuilding we are trying to win this we are trying to compete for this but it feels like this season is another wasteful season like they're just going to waste the season and mm-hmm. Ole doesn't look like he's a guy to take us in because I watched this game, and when you play a Bappy, right, you're trying to defend now. And City literally filled their midfield that they kept spinning sure and one Bissaka back. And then they were just like spanning crosses. And then that's it. It's like everyone in the back five is out of position. They don't know who to defend. They don't mm-hmm. know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, United literally had like seven defensive-minded players on their pitch, and look at how we play. Like, Ole needs to go. That's what I have to say. The guy needs to go out. Whatever they are trying to do is definitely not working. And yeah, we need to move on. We need to move on because if we keep if we keep playing like this, we'll probably end up finishing like tenth or something. Because this is honestly one of the worst performances I've seen. It was so hard to watch. Koku, do you think it's, it's, it's time to move on from Oli? Oh, come on, I'm looking at some data. Okay, you tell so, me this quick. Mawena, yeah. Hey. Talk about um, Pep while Koku, Koku posts up his data. Mm-hmm. So, I just want to say something here. I've I've noticed this thing about Man City this season. All the teams that they've played that play a back three year, they've absolutely annihilated those teams with this false nine mm-hmm. sort of system. Because I remember the Brighton game, they should have been like six 0 up at halftime, if not for poor finishing from. But then they 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 still managed to go in three 0 three 0 up against Chelsea as well. Like what they do here, typically teams who play with like let's say one striker or like three people up top, like Liverpool press with your Mane, your Salah, and your Firmino against like the three centre backs. So it's like almost man for man sort of thing. But Man City do this thing where the striker like drops into midfield here. Yeah? And the wingers stay as wide as possible, hugging the touchline. So that means like your four, your wing backs are now pinned back, and your three central defenders are not marking anybody. Yeah. Which means Man City have three spare people in midfield. So it's now like five against your two midfielders, and then it's it's over. Like I don't know how many legs or lungs McTominay and Fred have, but you just can't play against five people. Like. It's, it's, have it's not fair. Though. Yeah, they they've really suffered. They've really suffered. They've been made so, to run. Hey, <laughs> so, cover so many yards, and you know the funny thing, Koku. I, I I always ask myself this question: like, I've not gone to any football school. We've not gone to any football school. But if we can all come on this podcast, we've not spoken to each other about a game, but we can all see that mm. this is happening here. Uh-huh. Why can't the people in the dugout see that? Mm, being this is what City millions. are doing. Add that. This was about after that's... 10 minutes, then we've seen this and it's like, I don't understand, you know? Or is it like a certain level where you get to, you realize that, no, 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 I trust my players, the tactics will work. I, yeah, I it's being naive. It's like we're a big club. It's like, that's one thing I've realized with the coaching staff. They don't take into account the other team we are playing too much. Mm. Like, it's like the United way is going to prevail. Yeah, but that's that old school Bro. mentality. Yes, baby. It doesn't all work guys, anymore. But all these guys, they are channeling, they are from my Ferguson, you know, my Fulan the is there. Yeah. Where he, my Fulan, he became known because of Ferguson. So if 
true, true, they they are taking a blueprint of Fergus Ferguson's tactics and bringing it to the modern day world. So, you know, it's not work too well. Oh. And that's <laughs> why Venga had to eventually leave because look, you can't Ferguson style is not going to be working in 2030. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like come on. The other thing about Ferguson that I I guess now it makes sense is like Ferguson was manager for like 26 years, yeah. But Ferguson mm. never really had the same backroom staff last number two for more than three or four seasons. He was always True. changing. Yeah, because Cal- Carlos, yeah, yeah. Carlos Keros was, he was, like, he, was yeah. he was always changing. And every time he changes, you realize that United yeah. play like a different way, you know, there, there, there's yeah, a different definitely. And if Oli is not going to be willing to do that, you know, switch out from these guys, then he has to, he has to. Start. Have you seen have you seen the stuff coming into the media today? It's so funny. <laughs> Look, right now, it's just PR games, which, which, because, yeah. you know, Olito has his young Agafiatov and guys to be tweeting for yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, the stuff that the mail online have posted is funny. People are going to Fernandez is saying he doesn't know what direction. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking at this. I'm just laughing. They feel like they, but that's all. It's, but I me, mean, I'm not shocked. These guys look like they are learning the job. I have a serious yes. question. I have a serious question. Mm-hmm. Last season, Manchester United at Bitsen. Look, Manchester United were really good last season. I, like, I missed last season. No. What the fuck nice. happened? Like, it nice. I'm confused. It came nice. Like, what's what is it? Is it like signing Ronaldo? Then the expectation went through the roof, or like no problem. Like, what happened? There's, there's, we can't even train passes together. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why the <laughs> passes together anymore. It's just, it's just you know that that little drop that has broken the dam. It's just like small, 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 small things that you know have happened. I think part Rashford's injury has been a big miss because at the beginning of the season they really lacked that you know pacing behind. To Ronaldo and his inability to, to press as effectively as other United forwards like Cavani and Co. That, that has also been... Even Marshall. You know. Marshall used to press. Mm-hmm. People say lazy. Ma- exactly. Oh, People say Marshall is lazy. But Marshall actually... Pre- Look, yep. United's best game yeah, this season, or the best game I've seen from United this season was the Marshall, first half against... The first half against Everton. Marshall, yeah. Cavani, Greenwood, Bruno. Cavani. That was the best United I've seen this season. As soon as they oh, pull boy. those guys off, then collapse. Yeah. Um... But it's just all of these small, small, small things that I think have snowballed into this now massive problem that United United have. Our mm. defense too has been very, very bad. Yeah. <laughs> right now the defense is like if Varane doesn't play. Yeah. But even he, I think he's being corrupted by 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 the bad guys around yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's being corrupted I, by the bad I, guys I, around I him. Sure. I, f- I fear for... I don't know, like... I'm even trying... The only problem is I'm looking at the tables from last two seasons when a similar position and points... Even last last season, we had 19 points at the stage. Mm-hmm. This season, we have 17. Then the season before... Bakoku, then we had I think they're playing... It's the performance too. Oh, like, me, I'm not... Very bad. <laughs> me, I'm trying to give people hope. Me, I'm trying to give myself hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm doing right now. <laughs> so I'm hoping that if history is anything to go by... From out of nowhere, maybe we'll magically 
goes and run. That's all I am hoping. I don't know. It's not looking possible because each match is worse than the match before. See, I don't know. Part of the problem is... He's got like four goals, five goals in this game. Part of the problem is, at the beginning of the season, you guys had favorable fixtures. And I personally was expecting United to be on top of the table with 18 points. Because you played... Who? You played Leeds... Leeds, that they are man-marking system, Charlie. If you can run, you will score them. Villa. Leeds, Southampton, Villa, Newcastle, all of these teams. These are teams that you had beaten, you know, the season before. So I was, I was, I was expecting wins from all of those. And then once some points were being dropped there, then once you bring in the, you know, Liverpool, the cities, then it just becomes a lot more difficult. But Koku, the question I have for you is, at what point? It's enough, enough. Like, at what point does um, what's his name, Ed Woodward, turn around and say, actually, Oli, mm-hmm. even though we gave you a contract six months ago or five months ago, thank you for all your service. But I think, I think we have I to move in a different direction. Is that within the board and within the club, in like in in like within the walls of the building? Mm-hmm. I'm sure at this stage of the season. All the experience is nothing new. Because mm. I remember last season, we started horribly. And there was people who say only out. The season before then, we started very horribly. Mm-hmm. The only difference to those two last two seasons, there were no expectations. All this mm. first season, we had no expectations. Mm-hmm. Last season, no expectations. They even shocked mm-hmm. most of us that we finished second. Mm-hmm. This season, there were expectations. Mm. Title, push. Or bust. <laughs> title, like show us that you are sure we want a title push if at the end of the day we finish dead because we're unlucky. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're unlucky. Every fan is there. But it's Charlie. So I tell us all the problems. So to answer your question, I think these guys, if we pay the fourth, they'll be happy. Because it'll be three consecutive seasons since Fergie left. In Champions you know, League. there's a way they can spin it that we are still mm-hmm. on the right track. We are showing. So we today, so I'm like, huh, as a businessman, that's why me, the other side of me comes. I'm looking at long-term sustainability. According to the metrics, three years in a row getting Champions League after not getting it like that. It's not bad. So I don't know. Me, I, I don't, don't ask me the question, man. I'll leave me alone. <laughs> because <laughs> it becomes like, it becomes like fun expectation versus mm-hmm. reality versus, versus business. Yeah. Uh, child, we signed good players. Yeah. So we should not be... I think that's a scary thing. We should not be having such bad performances. Okay. I think that's Can a like, mm-hmm. The reason yeah. why I think maybe they should move on from earlier, everyone else at the club has done their job. <laughs> their recruitment is there. Like, bro, like, they've given you players. Make something happen. Like, oh, that, you Sancho. can't have Bruno, oh. Sancho, Greenwood, Sancho. Rashford, Sancho. all these Sancho. people... Van de Beek. Van de Beek. You know the, the, the sad thing about the Van de Beek thing? Like the fans were, you know, applauding him. He came and posted yeah. on Instagram that said, thank you guys for your support. I was like, yeah. oh, nah. Was Oli the, does not like Van de Beek. Was yeah, the interplay? He has done we something to him. Van de Beek. Sancho. Rashford, Sancho, Greenwood, Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. Those guys have high football IQ. It's just they very sad. Him. I think that's the problem. We know that there are better coaches who, if they get this group of players, oh, will be playing some fantastic football. Imagine Pep was our manager. 
these guys. Oh my god. I feel like if you had any of like Tuko, Pep, Klopp, yep. you'd be top. You'll be top right now. Which yep. Ronaldo? Yes. You'll be top right now. Yes. We'll be top. And that's the sad part. I don't value you. You did I know that you have had enough of this regime. For a while. You want yeah. us to... <laughs> Okay, but let's 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 spin it the other way now. If you are a manager, okay, are you looking at my United and like rubbing your hands and like, okay, yeah, this this is definitely a project that I want? Or, or no, no, relax, relax. Because you see, there's been all of these. Mm. Take like the Sancho pursuits for instance. Something that takes like a whole extra year to happen. Mm-hmm. Or like the Ronaldo thing, it doesn't happen unless City going for it. So like all, all of yeah. these tiny, tiny stuff. If if you're a manager who wants to, you know, build something, yeah. You look at Man United and like, even though it's a great club, <laughs> it might be a poison chalice. Because once you take it, they'll be like, they backed you and then you, you failed. Let me say this. The right manager can win the Champions League with Man U this year. Mm. This year, like if it's quality, there Manchester United have an abundance. Like, let's not even play. You just have to make it click. Mm-hmm. Seriously, just make it click. I don't, I don't. That's the thing. I don't know who the. I actually would love to see Zinedine Zidane with this team, because like I feel like you make it click. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. Because when I look at this Man U team, they are similar profiles to. Um, what he had at Real Madrid. Right, right. So, in a sense, like, bro, and honestly, yeah, United are, what, nine points off the top? With their, if the Marriott manager came in now and they got going, like, the title push can still be on. Champions League can still be on. Like, really, literally, they have one job. Get a proper coach. Ah! Go and pay Luis Enrique. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody see. Oh, no, man. Yeah. Yeah, Mana, just to quickly answer your question. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on the type of manager because mm. whoever comes in, like Koku said, like, the expectations will be high. Like, you need yeah, to... Yeah. You need to provide a trophy. Like, we need to qualify for Champions League or, like, push for the league. So, mm-hmm. I feel like it would depend on the type of manager we bring in so that we don't go back to, like, square one ways, back to the right. dark days of David Moyes and, and co. But, I'll just say this, all you have to go. Mm. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think this guy is taking us anywhere. So, all he needs to go. So, would you take, would you take yeah. Moyes right now? Mm. Oh. I it's believe there's a saying. I think we're all big teams. The grass always looks green on the other side. Once like, the like West Ham, there's no expectations over there. Yeah. Yeah. Even the players, they, they are in for the ride because, like, man, we have, now we have They've experienced this before. Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't know me, they know my number one. He's oh, Brendan. Yeah. right now. No, he's oh, in right oh, now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Break the next wave. Because he's from that school, yeah, the, the club the, school, the, the Tushu school. Mm-hmm. That 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 uh, right now is a locomotive Moscow. He's the head of. Mm-hmm. He was Raf, a Raf Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. he's from that their school. Jam pressing. 
can't. I want even to see Jerry pressing at Old Trafford. Even the <laughs> from that Bayern school. Yes, bring them, bring them. Because have you seen the way Bayern are playing? They are playing. They are. Hey, Charlie, Bayern is actually the embodiment of FIFA when they are playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I've never seen box to box like that before from any Quick. team. Oh my God, bring mm. it. I don't know if our players can do it. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Because Maguire yeah. cannot... Because there should be a lot of 1v1. You have, the, you have the wingers for it, man. Oh, yeah. But Maguire, 1v1, Charlie, no good fit. Because mm. Charlie, would they be running out? Because imagine... Upamecano, you can't do it. <laughs> no, like, but they have pace, at least. Upamecano and Lucas Hernandez. They have pace. Yeah. So, they have some recovery pace. But I don't know. But Charlie... Ten Hag... So we have not seen him on the big stage. That's eh? my problem. See, so, for they, me, yeah, I feel like... they get to Champions League semi-final? I feel like... Are still, people are still like, mentioning that thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like someone like Ten Hag, yeah. He has to go to like a Liverpool or a City, you know. A team that will guarantee him, you know, at least five seasons to to build his own team, his own City, brand uh, and style. Yeah. Hey, let me not lie to you. After Pep there, it will be manager in manager out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, really, really quickly, last one on Man United. I Someone sent me something. I don't trust the source because it's caught offside. Mm. Is but it a, is, ah. Brendan Rodgers, that Brendan Rodgers oh. has verbally agreed to take over Man United from next season. But he doesn't want to move during the middle of the season. What do we what do we what do we think about that? He's Mm -hmm. definitely an upgrade. So I mean Mm -hmm. anything right now that is better than what you have is is good. But like are you willing to wait to the end of the season? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we only can see us to the end of the season. So what do you want like another gig situation? One change now. Do you want like Rooney to come and take over? Evra to come and take over. (laughs) Evra. For like the meantime. (laughs) Evra will be like Ted Lasso, I swear. (laughs) I love this game. Uh, Well, we are fucked. No, honestly. I don't think Rogers is a good hire. Why? The profile hey. of players you have, you need like a manager that can command. Charlie, hey, you need the a manager that Charlie, yeah. that when Ronaldo sees him, he'll be like, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> look at him and he'll be like, yeah. Bruno, look, and the only manager, I agree with Vanny, Manchester United need to hire Zinedine Zidane. Because, hey, if you're a player, and Zinedine Zidane works in. Not only is he a sick manager, but you can't talk to him on the football pitch either. E, me, I only see no. Like, I remember. But why gave a quote someday that when Henri was the Belgium assistant coach, he had never he had never listened to anybody like that in his life, even his parents. Because there's a respect. And honestly, yeah, I think that's why Crystal Palace are even doing better. Doing there's well, a respect. Yeah. Because Charlie, you read the guy. He was a baller. Like he knows. I think so. Like Charlie, mm. with Palace, the other thing that's also helping is like all of those players who are playing now. They were probably like seven, eight when Vieira was born. Mm. So he was like one of their idols. Like mm. if you're a midfielder, yeah, someone like Gallagher, mm-hmm. and you are looking up to like a midfielder. Who who better to base your game off than you know? And you know the yeah. crazy thing. Eh? Let me just even say this now. The bounce back Barca, Barca are going to have it. 
buy stock in Barcelona now. <laughs> because the liquid, the football, that Xavi is going to have them playing it. Watch it. Hey, well, the players are not the players are not If, if well, I'm no, coming but... from La Masia and my coach is Xavi, and I will listen like I'm a fool. Anything he says, I'll do. Yeah, because you know what he's talking about. This is someone that has won the World Cup. Yeah, so mind you, with the player profile, stars, you have talent. You don't go and bring any Tom, Dick, and Harry. Imagine if Marcus Rashford pulls up to training in his Rolls Royce calendar. Who does he see there? <laughs> Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, hey! the box oh, office. Box office appeal. Hey! That's what we need. Like, let me Post tell you what will happen then. When you hire a, a Zidane, nobody will say Ferguson again. It's the Zidane, it's Zidane time. Yeah, box office appeal. And then you should go and win Casemiro up. Yeah, yeah you see, because you think Zidane will play Frederick Tomine? You think Zidane will play Frederick? Especially when he... When he came from Cruz and Modric. Yeah, you, and you, he himself. You know the football. <laughs> you play him. So mm. you call Casimir, say or even Indidi, and say that you can do Ah, guy. See, my... Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's another aspect. You know, like the... <clears throat> the players you'll be able to pull with certain huh? kinds of managers. Oh. Like, as soon as Zidane comes, Man United becomes... Charlie Rodgers, you know, like, I feel like even, 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 even Pogba oh, might be a new thing in time. Unless Harvey Barnes. If you want Harvey Barnes, <laughs> if you want Harvey Barnes, go for Rogers. If you want world class, you bring Zidane. Who doesn't know Zidane? Even Wilfred Ndidi to play for Zinedine Zidane. Oh, guy, you don't know anything. Football is all about cloud, too. Let me tell you. That's the first step you stood. Me after the five, no. Any serious club, if they lost... To the arrivals, five, five the Let me say this. The reason why Jose Mourinho is still employable is clout. His name. Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> huh? The jig, the jig is up. The guy finished, dude. The honeymoon, the honeymoon period has advised the players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the players, the players. Oh, man. I do love Venezia or Venezia, whatever no, they are. That, just... that team is, anyway. In fact, ah, we didn't even talk about Leeds and Leicester. I think just quick, oh, quick. Yeah, Leeds, yeah, yeah. are they going down or they have oh, enough yeah, to stay? They... Newcastle, Norwich. They need to, yeah. they need to sort out their defense. Yeah. I've seen that barely they have eight points. So they should go down. <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> like, bro, they should just <laughs> fucking go down. <laughs> So even on Sean Dice, Mana and everybody, mm-hmm. Sean Dice, right? Yeah. There was a season he finished like 10th. Do you think this is actually Sean Dice's style of play? And if given better players, you not play like this. Mm-hmm. Or this is his style of play. I, mean, I, you know, know. I think yeah. one thing about like football, you have you have to be you have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. You have to be realistic. If you mm-hmm. ask Matt Matt Lotin, Westwood, and to be McNeil. To be playing one touch pressing <laughs> against against Thiago Salah Fabinho, like those guys are better, so they'll yeah. they'll they'll be able and you lose. But if you ask them to you know run press do the dogged stuff, they can do. I think if if he gets if he gets, and that's the thing. Like 
I don't think he will. I don't think he's the kind of manager that will want to sign players who just do the flair stuff. Like Patrick Bamford gave an interview about how he went um to mm-hmm. Burnley and once, posh. and they said he's too posh. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. But yeah, it, it, so, so do you think the board is trying to go away? Because I saw they signed Maxwell Corny. Corny, yeah, and he's doing quite well. Is he? I yeah, don't know. Is he have very hard working or? <laughs> so Corny will leave he also does the running and yeah. stuff. Oh, okay. Listen, he does. He does all the running and stuff. I remember well. when Bailey got into Europe. Tarkovsky tried to play out from the back. <laughs> <laughs> he went for. T- they can't do it. You know it. They can't. He knows what like guy. Oh, no, guys no, like Guys yeah, like. Say, if you got a better squad, yeah, so I don't know. Has he has he even ever coached that style of play before? No. So I think what it is is the reason he doesn't need to coach it is because he doesn't sign the players who can do it. Yeah. So I'm saying he's yeah. capable of coaching it. So maybe I think from from what I can tell, he's definitely good at like organizing a team. Okay. And those are all like the basic building blocks. If if you can organize a team, organize an attack, organize defense, there's like only four phases of play. Attacking, defending, attacking, transition, defending, transition. If you can organize those four, which he seems like he can, I don't see why not. Yeah. Oh, but, but that group of players is very hard to get. Before. Yeah, they have, they have. There's that so much I, against I, Everton, I, I don't doubt it. And even... even it very liquid. Even the goal they scored um against us, it was a it was a very, very nice goal. You know, sometimes the yeah. goal you can you can complain, oh, there was a foul here, oh, this guy pushed this guy, it was offside. The goal was beautiful. It was very, very nice. <laughs> yeah, like I was they so quit. upset that I couldn't be angry. Yeah, it was it was yeah. a great goal. So I think I think he can probably coach, but the thing is he will he will definitely not sign those kinds of players because even if giving the money players in a good squad no, in a better player, uh, so let's like say I'm let's trying to think, think of a team. I'm trying to think of a team with flair players. Uh huh. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just let's look at Aston Villa. Aston Villa have gone away from this dogged style of player. You know, the El Mohamedi and Co. They've gone for you know more flair, Leon Bailey, Buendia. But those guys, those players are not trenches players. Those players are if yeah. you are on top, then we are passing yeah. the ball. But the moment we start going one nil, two nil down, those guys cannot do it. They can't do it. Yeah. I just think it's it's like a different kind of player. Yeah. It's a different kind of Interesting. player. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, hey, today we've spoken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't worry, you know, international break, international break. So. Yeah. It's good. And you know, let me just say, Arsenal are players we don't go international. They don't like us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I would say... Be working on the system, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Liverpool, if you guys can not, if you, you guys can make a draw, yeah, I'll be so pleased. You can make a draw, so right? Pleased, but if you don't, yeah. I can set pieces. Liverpool, Liverpool can't defend set pieces, yeah, mm. and we we have a set. Yeah, that, Mangalesh, they don't call him for Brazil racism, <laughs> you know, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so. Mm. so there's so much. I wish our podcast spoke about other leagues. Because the things happening in other leagues is fascinating. Yeah, so, Napoli, so, Napoli are doing yeah. let, let me just, I don't know if you people saw, there was some video of the Barcelona players leaving. 
Yeah, I think I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And they will say, oh, when their cars will pass, vamos the pie, vamos Frankie. When the ambulance pass, vamos Dembele. How is he injured again? Child, oh, and it's like, I don't know if it's their physio, because Ansufati too just got hit. Yeah. And he was playing really well. Like, Barca and Charlie, there needs to be a study on the corruption <laughs> of Barca. Because yep. corruption. I, I don't know if you've seen their plans for the new stadium, but it's going to be out of this world. I'm talking yeah. inbuilt NBA and tennis courts, yeah. underground, you know, pitch storage and stuff. So we know where their money went. Barca, guy, like... All the money went to Messi. Messi and Jordi Alba and PK. You must know what I'm talking about. The stinker. Messi is dropping in France so far. In France. <laughs> they didn't sign Messi for the league. <laughs> <laughs> His Champions League. Champions League, yeah, yeah. Okay. No problem. No problem. Mm. But Pots, and shout out to Pots, my boy. No, shout, mm. shout out to my boy Kunku. That guy is balling. Shout yeah. out to my boy Kunku. No, but and, you know, right now, Bundesliga, yeah. I'm very wary of any players from that place. Oh, but he's he's balling the Champions League. Yeah, that's like that's six or seven goals. Oh, Werner yeah. was also balling the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, but no, Timo, you guys didn't give him a walk coming home. If, if, if we are speaking on yeah. other leagues, yeah, I, I just want to like say how I'm impressed. Like Serie A has gone from Juventus's yeah league, and now it's exciting. Hmm. It's like I don't give- know. Your yeah. team to an inexperienced manager, Pelo. They had a dynasty of nine years. Then the guy destroyed and, it in one year. And now I'm <laughs> waiting for the collapse to happen in Germany because Syria is that one, so. That nice one is hard, though. That one is very hard because the buying guys is run by football folk. It's not just business guys. Yeah. No, but the other leagues, Charlie, they are in The other Charlie, clubs are so poor. Let me just say this Vinicius Jr. has arrived. Oh, yeah, yeah. Invest in Vinny JR. I'm going to say he's going to win one Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Vinny JR. I remember. Vinny JR. Was it last Invest. Season? Yeah. Last season we came on this podcast. We spoke about how he has everything except finishing. This season. He but he has added finishing. it. Yeah. This is Vinny JR. Benzema is good. Yeah, brother Karim. Look, let me let, let I want I to like, just. If, if, if he didn't play with Ronaldo, yeah, he'll have at least two like, balloons. Yes. Look, I want to say why Karim Benzema is my goat. Why he can play ball. Two, he can shudder. Three, <laughs> in videos be crazy. Four, he dated <laughs> Rihanna. The guy is just a king. He's a king. He's, they sucked him from the France team and they called him back because he has the streets. No, yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Ah, Benzema, they should give him one ballon. I heard Messi is going to win it. What's How? That? Yeah, I don't know. But Messi, yeah, I said that. I thought they even give it to Lewandowski, but uh, oh, Jorginho, Jorginho, eh? <laughs> Jorginho, Jorginho. Anyway, sir. Yeah, right, guys, I will never, I'll never respect that Lewandowski guy. <laughs> I mean, Never. a finisher is a finisher. Huh? Ebo, Charlie, yeah. but the quality of chances he's getting, most strikers are not getting. You know, that's my only problem. <laughs> if you're playing for the most dominant ever team in the league, who have won the last ten trophies, of course, you are going to be the top goal scorer in each of those seasons. I don't know. Anyway, 
But it's Champions like, League record. I, I look at it this way. If you had replaced Suarez with Lewandowski, same effect. But if you put Lewandowski in Atletico or some of the Barca teams, hey, Charlie, yeah, it won't be the same. Yeah, yeah, like, that's why I don't put him in that, you know, upper echelon category. I mean, yes, he's a great, but I would take Suarez and Benzema over him, for sure. I know, that's why no one takes him seriously, to be honest. Like, mm. <laughs> And that's why yeah. I think Haaland needs to move. I need to see Haaland in a different league. Just let me understand. Because the German league, eh, if you are getting 60 yards of space to run it... To Everybody plays on halfway like, line. Yeah! You know, like, if you put Gabriel Martinelli there, he can do something for you. Like me, I can give 10 assists in that league. <laughs> Just blind Bola. pass over the top. Yeah, Charlie. Left foot. Yeah, the left foot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Why is this international break taste a thing? <laughs> Come on, man. If I Ghana, we have to qualify. Charlie, serious, yeah. have we qualified Milo. for the World Cup? Nah, if, we, if we win our hands, next two, yeah. I think we play South Africa. How can we let South Africa qualify ahead of us? No offense to them, mom, but like. Yeah. Oh, your music is nice. Your women are nice. Your men are also cool. But and we know. are coming. Checking Vartex SA. Yes. I'm coming. I've seen <laughs> that Uncle Waffles is in Ghana. But I should come back to Yeah. Now, but Ghana, we have some ballers now. Kudus, Slimana. Every day I'm watching some random leagues. Oh. Mm, I think the guy doesn't want to play yeah. for something or the other. Charlie. He oh. didn't flex by yeah. circuit. So Why, who does he want to play for France? Yeah, it's okay. All I know is if we qualify for World Cup, Namte and Hassan Odoi secure. Secure. Is that what they said? Oh, they will come. It's like Kevin Prince. Because Charlie Lamte, if you watched him versus Newcastle, he was doing the stuff. The stuff I like to see. That guy is good. Mm. And we have some guys, we have a lot of guys in Italy. The JC guy. Yeah, then, yeah, then the Duncan. 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 Yeah. Then there's there's some that's Sheriff team in a Roman uh, yeah. There's some Ado guy over there. Mm. And I was watching Space, uh, you know, Gank versus West Ham. Mm. There's some pain still in Gank. <laughs> Who is a left wing guy? Oh, there's guys. There's guys. There's even some guy in Turkey that's called some screamer today, safe. There's some guys, guys. But yeah, Charlie, it's been a fantastic episode. And that's so, um, yeah, you know the deal. It's a, you know, that's, um, follow, hashtag checking VAR. You know, yeah. we are giving away a PS5 soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for we? listening. <laughs> Who's we? <laughs> <laughs>